Hi there, it's Lucia, host of the Witch Money podcast here. Before we start today's episode, I just wanted to tell you about a really handy new tool from us here at Witch, and even better, it's free. It's called My Money Health Check. All you need to do is answer a few quick questions about your finances, and then we'll do the rest, pointing you towards our brilliant witch advice that we think you'll find really useful. Once again, that's My Money Health Checks. If you want help with cutting your bills or making your money go further, it's the place for you. Just head to witch.co.uk forward slash my money health check. Hello and welcome, I'm Rob Lilly and this is the Witch Shorts Podcast. You should know by now that in these episodes we give you the chance to listen to our very best articles from us here at Witch, the UK's consumer champion. Please do remember to subscribe, tell a friend and we'd also love it if you'd leave us a review too and a rating wherever you're listening, if you like what you're hearing of course. This week we hear how too many tech brands keep customers in the dark about the shelf life of their smart devices putting consumers at unnecessary risk. To read us this article, written by Andy Lachlan, I'll hand you over to Angus Farker. From phones to printers, chances are your home is filled with smart devices. But, without you knowing it, some of these products may have inadequate security against threats, or have even been effectively abandoned by the manufacturer and they're now at risk of being hacked. Unlike traditional products, smart devices only last as long as the software is supported and it's not uncommon for a manufacturer to stop supporting a product just a few years after it's released. Add to this the fact that we've seen time and again how security standards fail to make the grade from the off and it's clear that far more needs to be done to tackle this emerging issue. To find out how detrimental poor security can be, we purchased eight products from recognisable brands such as Amazon, Google, Samsung and others, set them all up in a simulated home and invited some ethical hackers to attack them. Some of these devices, most of which sold in their thousands, are likely to still be sitting around in our homes today. While some of the products we tested were still supported, the majority had been abandoned by the manufacturer the support period had ended. So, how risky is it to have one of these in your home? From a doorbell to a printer and a smartphone, our hackers ripped through the security of all of them, highlighting their vulnerability to a range of malicious threats, including surveillance, data theft and more. See the full results of our hackable home test on witch.co.uk. The reality is that devices are being hacked right as you read this article. A year ago, we set up a similar test home and exposed it to real cyber criminals. During a week of testing, we saw more than 12,000 unique scans or attack attempts against the home. There were 2,435 specific attempts to maliciously log into the devices with a weak default password, such as admin. That was 14 attempts every hour. A wireless security camera was successfully exploited and used to try and spy on our lab. Most of this hacking is to co-opt devices into what's called a botnet. These sprawling armies of insecure routers, cameras, printers and more are used to take down websites or attack online infrastructure. However, 
hacking is increasingly having a more personal impact. With smart products controlling a large portion of our daily lives, from security to socialising to central heating, they contain a huge amount of information about us. A motivated individual, such as a scammer, can use this to target us. As you're about to hear from speaking to our case study, Louise, not her real name, cases of abuse through smart devices aren't just theories. Sadly, they're real. Louise and her ex-partner were together for a number of years, but the abuse began after she became pregnant. He would put her down and control her. After she fled with the children with the help of a domestic abuse charity, she realised how far he'd gone to control her through technology. She believes that he had placed a tracker on her car, hacked her Wi-Fi router in order to monitor her online activity, and even worked out a way to use two Amazon Alexa devices in her home to snoop on private conversations. He'd been using a supposedly broken security camera over the rear entrance as a way to watch her coming and going. He'd locked Louise out of her devices and accounts. After she changed her mobile phone number, the perpetrator was given access to it without her consent. Her partner was no master hacker. He'd taught himself how to compromise her devices and accounts. Jessica Eagleton, Senior Policy and Public Affairs Officer at Refuge, said that Louise's case is called tech abuse, domestic abuse via technology. Refuge saw an average 97% increase in tech abuse cases in the 12 months after the pandemic began in spring 2020. Tech abusers often target social media and online accounts, but they are increasingly using smart devices too. Smart baby monitors can be hacked into and used to watch and talk to children. Phones and cars are used for location tracking. Even smart thermostats can give an abuser control over someone's heating. Refuge helps survivors like Louise use tech more safely. Jessica told us it's important for people to keep their wits about them with smart devices. Louise added, I didn't realise there was so much going on until it was too late. The longer I was in it, the more of myself I lost. Now, let's explore the hackable house of horrors. When even big brand products fall out of support, motivated hackers can find opportunities to compromise them, often without you even knowing. Sadly, there have been various cases of baby monitors being hacked. We've even seen online reviews of baby monitors discussing how they were hacked and a strange voice coming through the device. Summer Infant stopped selling their Live Cam in early 2020, but you can still find it on secondhand markets. The app was last updated in September 2016, just a year after critical security flaws were found with the device. The app hasn't been updated since. That's a problem, as our team was able to retrieve the camera password and access the video and audio feed so it would be possible for a stranger to snoop on the monitor or talk to the child. If your printer can print wirelessly, it's effectively a smart product. The HP DeskJet 2720E is still supported by HP, but we were able to compromise it. We used an existing and unpatched vulnerability to retrieve important information on the printer, including internal network and software data, which could be used to manipulate the device. And while you might not think of the humble printer as a target for hackers, it is. 
In a scan, we found more than 6,000 HP desk jets exposed to the internet, including nearly 300 in the UK, and each one could be an easy target for attacks. Although Amazon's Ring effectively launched the smart doorbell market, Google's Nest wasn't too far behind with the Nest Hello. Despite being heavily marketed at its launch, the Hello has been surpassed by a newer version and it's now developing security issues. Our hackers were able to exploit what's known as a denial of service attack, which is a way to spam the device with requests so that it goes offline. An attacker could use this to stop your doorbell from recording if they wanted to approach your home undetected. Smartphones and tablets work slightly differently to other devices in that they have a well-known operating system that runs on them. In the case of the Samsung Galaxy S7 and Samsung Galaxy Tab A 2016, this is Android. But both these devices stopped being supported in 2020 and we had no problem infecting them with malware. We used a range of nasties, including various malware and trojans, and all had major implications for the mobile devices, including data theft, tracking and spam adverts. So much of our lives are done on smartphones and tablets these days, and so these threats can have devastating consequences. Smart plugs can integrate the humble electrical outlet into a smart home system. However, we revealed in a previous edition of Which Computing magazine that they can also bring security and even safety concerns. After finding 25 exposed Wemo devices in the UK, we bought a Wemo Insight smart plug and found that it was possible for an attacker to take control of the plug and whatever was plugged into it. This might sound innocuous, but just think how you'd feel if a plugged device started coming on and off without you doing anything. Likewise, if you had something important such as the fridge connected, turning it off could have bad consequences. Following its UK release in 2017, Amazon's Echo effectively kick-started the smart speaker market. The public instantly loved this gadget that would play music and podcasts or just respond to questions put to the voice assistant, Alexa. We acquired a first-generation Echo, which we believe Amazon stopped supporting in late 2021, but it remained on sale up to 2020. Testing was ongoing at time of publication, but previous research has shown that it is potentially possible to access a range of information on this version of the Echo, including records of user comments and even snippets of private conversations. Of all the traditional appliances, the television has perhaps most wholeheartedly embraced the smart revolution. In fact, it's now somewhat hard to find a non-smart set from the big brands. We bought a Philips 32PHS6605 as new, meaning it's still supported by the manufacturer. However, we were still able to hack it. Researchers were able to compromise a feature on the TV called Miracast, which creates a Wi-Fi access point in order to connect to devices nearby. Sadly, this uses an easily guessable default password, and so anyone within range can connect to the TV to access information on the user, and even post an image of their choosing on the screen. We've previously revealed problems of old internet routers being used in people's homes that are no longer being supported. This includes the Virgin Media Superhub 2, so it's not surprising that our hackers made light work of compromising the router and discovering a way to retrieve password information. From here, they could access your Wi-Fi, monitor what you're surfing and mount attacks on other connected devices. 
We also looked at two Wi-Fi extenders, the TP-Link N300 and the Xiaomi Mi that are used to improve the Wi-Fi signal in your home. These also had critical vulnerabilities that could put your home internet connection at risk. While you can go to your local shop and get your iPhone screen fixed, there isn't a repair shop in the world that could address a critical security vulnerability with the iOS software that runs on it. Only Apple could do that. So we rely on companies to support products for as long as possible to a high enough standard and also to communicate clearly with you about that. However, most manufacturers fall well short of desired standards. Too often, you're left in the dark when you buy a smart product as to when it will be ditched by the company that's made it. Following years of campaigning by which, the government has now introduced the Product Security and Telecommunications Infrastructure Bill, or PSTI. Among various security requirements for smart products, companies will have to be transparent about how long they will support smart products when you buy them. However, we believe that just ordering companies to be transparent is not enough. We have to ensure that this information doesn't prove misleading, such as vague claims of lifetime updates or up to three years, which actually proves to be just one year. We also must ensure that companies don't try to monetize update support, as they have in the past with extended warranties covering product faults. Also, consumers shouldn't be left to pull the short straw when spending good money on brands that should do better. We want the government to introduce mandatory minimum periods for how long different types of smart products must be supported. This should be different depending on the device. For example, a fridge should be supported for much longer than a smartphone, and there should be stiff penalties for companies that fall short of standards. While there are ways that people can do more to protect themselves, it's down to the lucrative smart products industry to ensure that devices are secure by design and stay that way for as long as possible. Thank you to Angus and thank you to Andy Lachlan, the witch journalist behind that original piece of writing. Remember, you can find more articles you'll find useful every day on everything from money and technology to home and garden advice by signing up to one of our many free email newsletters. And you can do that at witch.co.uk forward slash newsletters. We'll be back next week for another episode of Witch Shorts. And thanks for listening. Which Shorts was produced by me, Rob Lilly, while the exec producer was Angus Farker.